Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. As we all know, the advertising industry is going through big change at the moment. As technology advances, consumer habits, of course, are modified and advertisers are having to rethink ways of reaching their target market. In order to stay relevant, brands must adapt or simply die. The World Federation of Advertising is the group that connects the world's biggest brand owners in more than 60 markets bringing together tens of thousands of brands at a local level. Together, they create a global network which offers a unique source of leadership, expertise and a little bit of inspiration. Every year, there is a dedicated get-together or conference of the National Association Councils of this body around the world. And this year, Stefan Lork, who is the CEO of the World Federation of Advertisers, has been leading the conference right here in Dublin. And he joins me now. Stefan, you're very welcome to Down to Business. Thank you. Delighted to be here. It's great to have all these advertisers buzzing around the streets of Dublin. We welcome it after two and a half years of COVID. I know that this particular event was cancelled, so it's great to see that Dublin has been playing host to it. Uh, let's talk a little bit first and kick off with the general look at advertising. We know it's going through an incredible transition into a whole new digital era. It seems to be going on quite a while but we're still not quite there. What would you say are the, are the greatest challenges the industry is facing and the kind of stuff that your members have been talking about over the last few days? So there are, there are huge shifts that we're confronted with. These are almost tectonic shifts um, and they happen uh, almost in real time. So on the one hand, you have a transition to digital, uh, which has been now going on for the last 10 years. But just to give a bit of fi- a few figures, now, we, more than half of global ad spend is now on digital. Um, and, and, and you're still seeing uh, digital ad spend outgrowing most other traditional media, so that, that still keeps accelerating. You then have actually the uh, economic downturn, or at least the uncertainty that we're looking at in 2023 that is keeping advertisers on their toes. And then you have some fundamental shifts that are linked to changing aspirations in society. Increasingly, society is looking at advertisers and brands with demands, uh, with with aspirations to see values driving those brands that are new to many uh, advertisers. Now, there's two two questions I'd like to get into here. One is is I, I see a lot of, I feel a lot of hostility sometimes towards the advertisements from younger consumers. They use ad blockers. There, there's a lot of ad avoidance going on. I mean, people of my generation were actually into advertising and actually like to see different ads and share them around and remember the famous ones from their childhood. But this Gen Z generation, you you get a sense that they don't like advertising a whole lot and they try to avoid it as much as possible. And technology allows them to do that. Is that a big challenge for the industry? Yeah, I, I would nuance that statement a bit. Um, so I think what you're seeing among Gen Z is is a, is a, is, is a more demanding generation with respect to advertising. Now, you and me, probably from the same, same generation, we grew up in the 80s and 90s. Um, uh, the, the Gen Z today, in a way, are much more cynical and much more demanding when it comes to advertising. I, I think you wouldn't be able to say that Gen Z is pushing back on brands. I think they're pushing back on a certain appearance of brands. I think they're more demanding in terms of the relevance of the brand, the moment where it appears, and how they can choose of engaging with those brands. I think that's where that's where the challenge is for, for advertisers. I think overall, you also need to nuance. Now, I have a global role, so I'm, I'm just coming back from Latin America and North America. Now, we have a European view, um, and we're arguably the, the more demanding or sometimes the more cynical um, consumers. It's very different when you're in China and Latin America. Where often advertising is, is, is seen as 
as a source of innovation, as a source of discovering new products and services. So it's, it's interesting to see that in a, in a global world, we, we don't all have the same point of view. Indeed, and I, and I probably should bring a little bit of balance to my earlier statement in the sense that digital does allow people to make ads for a lot less a lot of the time, a 30-second animated piece, whereas at the old TV world, you had to go out and get camera crews and sound people and, and spend a lot of money on the budget. Online, yes, of course, you have expensive advertising, but it does mean you can be more nimble, you can be more agile. Is that one of the opportunities you see that just the, the format of digital actually can bring in all sorts of different innovations? Yeah, I mean, that, that has definitely been one of the big consequences of, um, of the digital transition. You take a, a company like, like, like Facebook, the main brands that we all have in mind, the top 100 brands, they represent 10, 15% of the total revenues. All the rest is what we call the long tail. And so digital has made it possible for much smaller uh, operators, much more niche companies to be connecting with consumers in a much more relevant and, and, and targeted manner. And so when you talk about advertising, it's not only about no, the big outdoor ads that you see in central Dublin. It's also about no, the ability for very specific companies, whether they sell angling products or whether they sell no, um, uh, special types of all-timer cars, to connect with very niche audiences. And that is, is a way of democratization, if you want, of the advertiser community, driven by digital, definitely. Yes, and there's less wastage, right? So you, you get to exactly who you want. Um, let me talk a little bit about the, the conference that's been going on in the last day or two. Um, the World Federation of Advertising is a great title. It sounds like Mad Men or a meeting of Mad Men or something. Uh, in, in terms of who's in the, your membership and the kind of people, well, just tell us a little bit about the organization itself. So the organization was uh, set up uh, almost 70 years ago. It's, um, it's composed of the 140 largest brands, so from Red Bull to Nestle, Coca-Cola to Procter & Gamble and Unilever, uh, but also you know, uh, global brands emerging from Latin America, Asia, um, and the Middle East. And it has in its membership national advertiser associations, like the Irish Association that hosts us here, AI, the Association of Advertisers in Ireland. And, the, and this group um, is actually uh, doing two things. One is we're championing the license to operate of responsible brands. So we're, we're helping understand how society is changing and what it means for brands if they want to remain relevant in the future. And we're also helping marketers understand what the best practices are. Now, in today's day and age, things change so fast, technology evolves so fast that no single advertiser can all find out by themselves. So what we offer are opportunities to connect and learn from your peers. Now, let's talk about one of the issues that the industry is immersed in at the moment, which is climate change and, and using the advertising skill set to, to, to kind of tackle that problem and get the message out there. I, I did see HSBC landing themselves in some regulatory hot water the other day where one of their ads, uh, outdoor ads, I think it was, was found to be in breach of code. Is this a complex, uh, sensitive area where, yes, the advertising industry can play its part, but it also needs to be careful and, and it needs to be, I suppose, modest in what it could do as well? No doubt, um, because there is a lot of trust involved and you need to be very, cl very clear about making sure that uh, if, you if you use environmental claims, you do that in a, in a manner that is trustworthy, accountable. However, let me, let me challenge you on you need to be modest about that, because brands, if they do it properly, will be a key engine of change of transformation to make our society more sustainable. There are two ways of looking at things. Either you can consider brands are driving consumption. Consumption is bad for uh, sustainability, the consumption-led growth. Therefore, we need less of that. Okay, that's one way of thinking. There's another way of thinking it, which is according to, um, uh, um, to the United Nations um, Climate Convention, 
the majority of CO2 emission cuts that we need to achieve in the future will have to, con will have to come from consumer behavior change. They will not only be delivered by new technology. They need to come from consumer behavior change. Who is going to be able to get consumers to adopt and embrace new types of products and services? It's brands. That is where we see the opportunity. We want to make brands climate champions, provided, to your point, they do it in a trustworthy manner, in an ethical manner, and don't fall into the trap of greenwashing. Yeah, because ultimately, what is advertising? It's persuasion, right? It's persuading people. So it can be used in for good or, good or ill. I mean, it's a set of skills, I suppose, is the way I described it. The other thing is the advertising industry, its own image, um, you know, it has certain stereotypes that bubble into our consciousness. As I said, we talked about Mad Men. You know, we talk about a certain world on Madison Avenue in New York. There's a certain person that people picture being in the advertising industry. Do you think the, the kind of stereotypes or the images we have in our head of the industry are a bit old, a bit outmoded? Is it a more diverse and inclusionary environment now or do you think there's still some work to be done there? I think an honest response to you would be, I think, I think the, the industry is, is, is transforming on this. It's, I think, I think the, the argument and the criticism is a fair one. Uh, I've had my aha moment exactly five years ago when I saw some of the data about the way the industry is actually um, uh, picturing society in its ads. Um, and, and it is fair to say that the industry has come a long way over the last five years. I think you probably noticed it yourself as um, you know, watching TV or consuming advertising on digital. The way society is pictured increasingly reflects a more diverse society, which is actually more in sync with today's society. And increasingly brands are trying to avoid the sort of shortcuts that you get with, with stereotypes. However, I think we want to be more ambitious than that. Um, we feel that it's not only about the, the, the end product that you see as a, as, a, as a consumer. We need to be challenging ourselves, to your point, about who in the industry is making those briefs. Who's, who's taking the strategic decisions in terms of what we want to communicate, who we want to communicate to. And increasingly, that is where we want to put our focus. Because longer term, if that changes to be sustainable, it is the people in the industry that need to be better reflective of uh, our society. Now, Stefan, one final question, because I don't want to under a bit of time pressure, as we tend to be in advertising. It's a fast, everyone is interested in advertising. Everyone has an opinion on advertising. Not necessarily always backed up by data, but people get, get steamed up about this whole area. What I wanted to ask you about the metaverse. I mean, we've talked about digital. As you say, it's kind of been a 10-year fight. We're getting there. 50%, I think, was the figure you quote of, of budgets globally are now going into that area. Obviously, there is old traditional media. It's still in the mix as well. But the metaverse, I mean, you get a very, you get a very kind of divisive debate about that. Some people think it's it's everything. It's going to be what we'll all be doing. Other people think it's a fad. They think it's what the old, the old second life reheated up for a new era, a new generation. Where do you sit on the metaverse and where advertising? Do, do, do people in the industry see it as a fad or do they see it as, no, this is real and we need to get on board? So we actually did a poll, a very informal poll at our annual conference in Athens in April and asked actually marketers exactly that question and the response was 50-50. So I think it's fair to say that there are still um, uh, diverging points of views in terms of um, how, how that will materialize, how, to which extent the metaverse will change the way people spend their time and interact. Um, but I think it's also fair to say that any innovation of the size of the metaverse comes with uncertainty. And when you're a brand today and you look at the potential of the metaverse, you would be well advised to explore this potential in case there is interest by people. You're not going to be waiting until people have adopted it. Um, and therefore, what we're seeing from brands is they're in an exploratory phase to see, first of all, what is the role of a brand. You don't want to be, you don't want to be standing in the way. You know, is there is there a use 
for brands to be there? How can that materialize? What are the experiences they're making? But I'm not yet uh, hearing from any of our major brands that they're betting on it big time. They are more in an exploratory phase right now. And the, 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 ju- the future, the, the, the jury's still out. Yeah, I mean, we're always conscious as, as radio presenters not to run down any new technology. I don't want to be the guy that in 20 years' time that say, let's hear this guy, an old clip where he dismissed the metaverse. I, I don't want to be that person. But I think you're saying it's exploratory at this stage and we'll see where it goes from there. Uh, and maybe we'll have you back when we find out in a few years' time. But thanks for coming in for now. It's been a great conference to have in Dublin and Stefan Lork is the CEO of the World Federation of Advertisers. Thanks for coming into studio today on Down to Business. Thank you for having me. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.